Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Top of the 4 o'clock hour, we welcome you back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios, Tony Gwynn Jr. on vacay. Kick off the 4 o'clock hour with a little Chris versus the fans. Your chance to qualify to win a trip to Las Vegas. Before we get to that, both Terry Francona and Buck Showalter are trying to win their third Manager of the Year awards today. Terry Francona has already won his third Manager of the Year. Named the AL Manager of the Year just moments ago. Francona guided the Cleveland Guardians to a surprising American League Central Division Championship. Francona ought to send some thanks to Tony La Russa for screwing up the White Sox so badly <laughs> so that he could step in there and win that division. Francona also won in 2016 with Cleveland and 2013 with Cleveland. Buck Showalter will be attempting to win his third Manager of the Year award with the New York Mets. They'll announce that in the next hour. Dave Roberts and Brian Snitker are also finalists. Showalter won in 2014 with Baltimore. He also won in 2004. Do you even know what team he was with in 2004? uh, Was it the Diamondbacks? The Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. I don't even remember Buck Showalter managing the Texas Rangers. Seems to me at some point he's managed just about every team in baseball. sounds like it. But here he goes 18 years later with a chance to win his third. Dave Roberts will be looking for his second. Brian Snitker also looking for his second. Who won the Manager of the Year award last year? Brian Snitker. No, it didn't. No, he didn't. Um, for which which league? Uh, let's start in the American. It's league. not going to help me at all. Um, let me think. How about Kevin Cash? He's won the last oh, yeah. two. Oh yeah. Prior to that Terry guy. Francona winning today, and the National League Manager of the Year last year. Boy, you're really blanking. Hold on, your guy. Oh, Gabe Kapler. We did talk about that last week. Gabe it's not Kapler. my guy. Gabe Kapler, San Francisco, wasn't too smart this year, was he? No, he took a major step back this year. Previous National League Managers of the Year, Don Mattingly, no longer working. <laughs> Mike Schilt, no longer working, at least not as a manager. Uh, Bob Melvin's won it three times, by the way. 2018, 2012 with Oakland. 
about Bob Melvin going all the way back to 2007 that is with pretty, Arizona? Yeah. That was a long time That's ago. That's 15 years ago when Bob Melvin won his first Manager of the Year award. I, I thought he could have been a finalist this year. Yeah, we talked about it last week. and I, I don't have a big problem with uh, Showalter and Dave Roberts. And I'm not going to say I have a major problem with Snitker. He did a nice job in the second half. But Atlanta was the defending World Series champs. So I guess they lost their best player, too, Freddie Freeman. Yes, but they gained Ronald Acuna because Acuna didn't play the year before. I don't know. I would have considered Melvin as a finalist, but he didn't quite make it. Yeah, what do we, I know? If he would have been a finalist, they would have somehow named Nolan Arenado a manager and given <laughs> the award sure to him. I'm sure they would. He also managed in his spare time. Nolan Arenado. Yes. Manager of the year. Silver slugger. Gold glove. Overall all around, great all around guy. terrific guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wins everything. I just think Bob Melvin, uh, they lost too many games down the stretch. They didn't. Who did the the Padres? What do you mean they lost well, twenty I mean, games down the stretch? There was that lull where we they were very nervous. Games. Yeah, they were supposed to win more. With a team that only won seventy nine the year before. They were I know that what more. you did in the postseason doesn't count. They were not supposed to win more. They were predicted to win right about eighty eight or eighty nine. I believe it was ninety or eighty nine and a half. <sighs> so they were under. As usual, your argument is silly. Let's Thank get you. to some uh, Chris versus the fans so we can decide who qualifies for today's grand prize. The two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino plus a VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook, the world's largest race and sports book. Plus, after all that, you get a $250 food and beverage credit now. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Before we get started, I have to ask you, Chris, because it was bothering me all day, and I could have went to the podcast to figure out, but what was the type, the the name of the player that we did the tiebreaker with yesterday? The great former Oakland Raider quarterback, the Mad Bomber, Daryl LaMonica. That's it, Daryl LaMonica. I was driving down here, and I'm like, man, my brain stinks because I cannot remember who the heck we did for the tiebreaker yesterday, but it was him. It was Daryl LaMonica. Daryl LaMonica. If we get to the tiebreaker today, I'll think of somebody else just as crazy. Just random? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get started, and we are going to go with Hayden in San Diego. What's up, Hayden? What's going on, guys? I'm back, and hopefully better than ever. I'm ready to uh, maybe get a question right this time around. Okay. <laughs> All right. I agree that uh, Chris Hayden is, is off better his game today. I, I think Chris is off his game today for some reason. Well, that doesn't mean know. anything to Hayden. He's got to get the questions yeah. right. All right, Hayden, here we go. What college is known for the slogan, Hook'em Horns? Uh, what is the University of Texas? There we go. There you go, Hayden. We got you the got what is, right. too. Chris is doing right. some weird hand signal. I'm over doing there. the upside down hook'em horns, which has been uh, made illegal. Horns down. Horns down. Why is horns down illegal? Because they don't want Oklahoma fans ticking off the Texas fans. I don't know. That's 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 weird. I don't know. It's illegal. I don't know that you can go to jail for it. I think it's, I think you go to jail. It's for just it. frowned upon. All right, Hayden. Here we go. Question number two. 
Who coached the Chargers to the Super Bowl against the 49ers in 1995? 1995. Oh, I, I don't know if this was his era yet, but I'm going to go with Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, I, didn't think, Chris I honestly didn't team. think Charger fans would ever forget Bobby Ross took them to their only Super Bowl. Appearance. Sorry, Hayden. Thank you for playing. Thanks, Hayden. You got one right, though. He did. He did. It's a he step did. in the right direction. That's what he wanted. He wanted one right, and he, he got, got it. One. All right. Uh, Bobby Ross was the answer to that question. Good job, Chris. That's right. Marty Schottenheimer never got to a Super Bowl. He hardly ever won a playoff game. Rest his soul. I was going to say. I'm saying rest his soul. Right. I'm throwing that in. <laughs> okay, let's go to... Scott. Scott, are you ready to play? Hey, guys. I'm ready. How are you? I'm good. good. Scott, How are good. you? Give it a go. All right. Here we Ask go. Ask him a question. Question number one. I asked him how he was. I was waiting. He didn't probably hear me. What quarterback was famous for saying Omaha, Omaha at the line of scrimmage? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is correct. His production company, also called Omaha Productions. Do they still have the uh, Monday Night Manning cast? Oh, yeah, yeah. Have it's you been not watching on. it? I've watched it here and there. I, I do like it, but I I appreciate the play-by-play and analysis better. What do Agreed. you think? Okay. It's got to, if it's a really, really bad game. I like their interviews. I think they're funny. I, I like Eli. I like Peyton. But when it's down to crunch time in the game, I want to hear what's going on. I think on Peyton Manning is funny, but he's a lot funnier when he has writers working for him. Oh, shot. No, I don't mean that Manning. as a shot. I mean, he just doesn't come up with that many hilarious things as I think he's going to. I, I guess you could say that about a lot of funny people out there. A lot of people, absolutely. <laughs> sure. It's hard to come up with funny stuff. All right. Here we go, Scott. Question number two. What running back? Or wait, hold on. I asked that question yesterday. My bad. I might right. have gotten that one. Who is the last major league pitcher to win back-to-back Cy Youngs? Verlander. Justin Verlander. Verlander is incorrect. Chris. Uh. Stay there, Scott. Did Jacob Degrom do it recently? Is that your answer, or is that your question? It's kind of a question. All right, yeah. Uh, I'll go with it, though, because I don't have a better guess. Jacob DeGrom. Oh! Sorry, Scott. God, I got lucky. Sorry, Sorry Scott. Scott. Yes, it was Jacob DeGrom. Back to back. The human... It was only a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was only a couple of years right. ago. The human fastball machine. He can throw him, And uh, the Padres can hit him. All right, let's go to our next contestant in line. That will be Cesar. What's up, Cesar? How are you doing? Hey, everybody. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Cesar's saying <laughs> like hi it. to everyone. I love out it. There. I love Very it. Very nice of him. I love it. That was nice. Very good of you, Cesar. All right, question number one What team did Vince Young and the Texas Longhorns beat for the national championship in 2006? Ooh, going back a ways. Uh, no clue, but I'm going to go with Miami. I, the U. The U. The U. Sorry, Cesar. It was the U. SC. <laughs> Sorry about Thank that, you for Cesar. saying hi to everyone, though. That was nice of you, Cesar. Very kind of you. Oh, my goodness. Scraby is uh, I'm having coughing trouble. up a lung over there. 
I'm having trouble. Be careful, Scraby. Are you, are you healthy enough room. to finish the show today? I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll all we'll find fin- out together. We will all find out together. All right, you know what? Let's go to Bernice. Bernice. Bernice is here. How are you, Bernice? Hi, you guys. Bernice. Hi, Bernice. How are you? How are you? I'm good. All right. I'm not working this time. I'm off of work now. Nice. You have well, full attention to the game now. Right? Yeah, okay. You can focus. All right, here we go, Bernice. Question. But this time I need to get a question right. Okay. One. All right, really? we fulfilled a dream earlier. Another dream is going to be fulfilled now. Okay. What is it called when the quarterback changes the play at the line of scrimmage? An audible. Audible. Oh, there you go, Bernice. Bernice. All over that one. <laughs> nice job. You got your one. Here we go. Question number two. <laughs> I love it. What'd she say? She's just happy. She got her question. Good job, Bernice. All right, Bernice. Thank you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, let's see. What team did Johnny Unitas retire from to end his legendary career? I'm sorry. I wouldn't even know this one. Oh, shoot. Um, uh, the Rams? No. Hmm. The Chargers or the Rams? The Rams? No. I don't know. The Rams. We'll go with the Rams. <laughs> no, wait. You <laughs> have it. God damn it. I'm sorry. It was the Chargers, Bernice. It was the Chargers. Yes, you were so close. I'm sorry, Bernice. Call us back next week. Call us back next week. Appreciate you playing. Thanks, Bernice. Bernice. There's so many funny stories. There's old photos of Johnny Unitas wearing a Charger uniform at the end of his career, and it just looks completely out out of place. (laughs) I'm sure it does. Completely out of touch. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the phones. Thank you, Bernice. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, are you there? I'm here. All right. Have you ever played this game before, Tyler? Yes, I have. Okay. All right. Well, let's get started. Question number one. What team did Adrian Peterson play for in the 2007 season? Uh, Guess the Vikings. The Vikings is correct. All right. Here we go. It gets progressively harder. Question number two. Uh, what Colts wide receiver set the record for most receptions in a season in 2002? It was later broken by Michael Thomas. Colts, 2002. Ah, too long. T.Y. Hilton. No, not sure. T.Y. Hilton. At least you named a player on the Colts. Let's see if Chris remembers. Starvin Marvin Harrison. Sorry about that, Tyler. Sorry about that, Tyler. Nice try, though. He got a good T.Y. Hilton mention in there. Yeah, at least. Yeah, sometimes I, I appreciate the the guesses that are at least with the same There's like a realm. reference, a reference out there. Yeah. Uh, you're killing Marvin my Harris questions. Marvin Harrison was really good, man. Y- yes, he was. You're killing my questions, though. Sorry. All right, let's go to one more contestant, and then we're doing random player. <laughs> random okay. player day. All right. Let's go to Hunter. What's up, Hunter? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, all right, let's really, get started. Real quick, I, I got to shout out Griffin. He's listening, and he's giving me a four-year chip tonight. So uh, shout out, Griffin. Oh, nice. Shout out, Griffin. You're getting four years today. Four years, buddy. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, congratulations. Well really, done, Hunter. Yeah, really well done. Well done, sir. And congratulations to Griffin. Keep it up. Good job, both of you. Yes. Now 
You win the prize. Okay. <laughs> Give it to him. You want to? No. Okay. All right. I know. And sorry, I wanted to celebrate with I was... a victory. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Jay Cutler was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft by what team? Uh, I don't know. The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They probably could have used them, honestly. Here's another lo- in the long line of lousy Chicago Bears quarterbacks. They did not draft him. They didn't? Oh. <laughs> yes, the Broncos drafted Jay Cutler. Is that right? He went from the Broncos to the Bears? He did. The other he went from the Broncos to the Bears, and then he I finished up the... with your uh, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he wasn't very good there Well, that either. means that Hunter is still alive. Yes, so. he is. It's his lucky day. Yeah. Here we go, Hunter. Take Question advantage of two. this, Hunter. Uh, what team did Reggie Wayne play for in his career? Ask me a baseball question. Sure. Which Padres starting pitcher led the team with six wins and six straight starts? I believe I asked this last week, but it's being asked. Uh, this was uh, you Darvish. You Darvish. Thank you. Thank you. We we move on. There are certain people in the car, I'm sure, that are not very happy with us, but I don't care. <laughs> All right. Here's one that you have to get or Chris has to miss. In 1998, which longtime NFL place kicker became the first kicker to have a perfect season? And the, the I only have NFL questions, so. Can you ask me a baseball question? No, I only have NFL ones for the third one. Uh, I'm just kidding. I have no clue. I don't know. I, I don't know much about uh, football back in the day. Okay. I don't know. It's all right. Stay there. Chris, do you know? Well, yes, I do, unfortunately, for Hunter. Um, you have to be fair. The irony of this was that the guy in question missed a field goal in the NFC Championship game that year that cost the Vikings a trip to the Super Bowl. That is ironic. But he did have a perfect regular season. His name is Gary Anderson. Hey, Hunter. Sorry about that, Hunter. You know Congratulations, what? Congratulations. Nonetheless, though. Yes, That's 40 big, years. You're, it's you're still a big winner today, Hunter. Still a big winner today. It. Thank you. No right, problem. Buddy. Have Thanks. a good day. Yeah. All right. We uh, have to go to break. Go to break. We are going to we're gonna do we're gonna do uh tiebreaker on the other side. We're just too late. All right, everybody stay there. We'll do our tiebreaker when we come back after traffic on Gwen and Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One of the longest editions of Chris vs. the Fans ever played. Because we went on through the break, and we're going to get to our tiebreaker. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 424 is a time at stake. Qualifying for a trip to Las Vegas, among some other prizes. Matt Scraby, we have come up with today's random player for the <laughs> tiebreaker today. Yes, we have. I have chosen the 1968 American League Rookie of the Year winner, right-handed pitcher Stan Bonson. Yep. And his nickname was? The Bonson Burner. I, I, nicknames were way better back then. Yeah, we had, that, the, that's, we had the that's Mad a smart bomb. nickname. Yesterday we had the Mad Bomber. Yeah. Today we have the Bonson Burner. Right-handed pitcher, pitched uh, for the Yankees at the beginning of his career, the White Sox, and then a whole bunch of other teams. Yes, he did. He pitched Late for a lot in of teams. his career, pitched for about 15, 16 years in the big leagues. 16. A right-hander. Scrape is going to ask a statistical question about Stan Bonson. Mm-hmm. I will try to answer it, and you will have to guess whether the real answer is higher or lower. Who do you want to go with? I want to go with um, Brad. Brad. On line two. Brad. Hello. Brad, hey, what's up, guys? You've just been selected, and you are now a 50-50 shot away from qualifying for a trip to Las Vegas, so good luck. Brad, do you know what a Bonson burner is? <laughs> a Bonson? Burner, no, I did not want to talk. Do you know what a Bunsen? Do you know what a Bunsen burner is? Bunsen burner, no, I do not. Oh, Brad, not paying attention in science science. class. I was, I was because I was a nerd. But you're a nerd. You were a nerd. Has anything anything changed? Yes, I'm very cool now. People want to be my friend. It's okay to admit being a nerd. People want to be my friend now. They did not in high school, but they want to be my friend now. All right, let's get on with it. Hey, Scraby. Yes. That second question you gave the hunter was it the Colts, Reggie Wayne? Uh, yes, Yes, it it was. was. That would have been the uh, Colts. Very good, but it didn't didn't come into play. No, it did not. All right, give him a uh, Stan Bonson trivia question. Well, I give you. I give you. Give it to me. Yes. All right. And then we'll see if Brad can win me a prize. He pitched for 16 seasons. I think the first thing that came to my mind was how many innings pitched did he have in his career? How many innings pitched? You said it. In those days, they used to pitch a lot of innings. 200 times 16 would be 3,200, but he was a reliever also. I'm going to say 2,700 innings. 2,700 innings. Brad, is the actual answer higher or lower? Uh, let's go with lower. Goes lower. Lower. Stan Bonson. He nice. won it. Brad, you got it. Stay there, Brad. Here's the actual answer. The actual answer, you were pretty close, 2,529. 2,529. All right, yeah, for that's the first, a win for Brad. For the, from 68 to 74, he pitched over 200 innings every year. Yeah, he was a good uh, starting pitcher for a while, then he finished his career as a reliever. So 1973, pitched 282 in the third innings. That will never happen again. No. Neither will his record. Look at his record in 72 and 73, his win-loss record. 
Uh, okay, 72. He was, where are the wins and losses? Oh, he was 21 and 16, and then he was 18 and 21. Okay, 18 and 21. Can you imagine a pitcher 39 having 39 decisions? decisions? No, I can't. No. It it's so hard happen. for a pitcher to get a decision these days. Yeah, he had 39 win-loss decisions in one season. That's hilarious. That is bananas. All that right, Stan bananas. Bonson getting the mention today. Yesterday was Daryl LaMonica. I think we've come up with kind of a new fun little twist to Chris versus the fans. Random our, player day. On a random player tiebreaker. I have, there are websites that give you random players, like they're called random player generators. Yeah, well, I can generate I one know. on my own. I, I know, need but a, I, I love it. I don't need a website to generate one for me. I can come up with that myself. You, hour, you are the generator. Huh? You are the random I'm name the generator. I'm generator of the uh, generating randomness. <laughs> Uh, I was going to read a, uh, a little quick thing here. This hour, 97.3, is brought to you by the Department of Healthcare Services. Visit choosechangeca.org. That's choosechangeca.org. When you're young, life is full of choices. Don't let opioids like highly addictive and deadly fentanyl take away your life or your choices with just one wrong pill. Find medically proven treatment options at choosemat.org. All right, uh, we're going to get to the bottom of the hour. Then we're going to have a big five. Then Scraby will be at the controls in the 5 o'clock hour. I have to get out a little early today for an Aztec basketball game. The Aztec men play at Stanford tonight, 6 o'clock. And uh, we're looking ahead to that as well. But uh, in the meantime, big five when we come back on Gwen and Chris. Stick around. Welcome back to the program. 4.35 is the time. Happy Tuesday afternoon to you, Chris Hello, Matt Scraby. Together in our Odyssey Palace studios, Tony Gwynn Jr. on vacation. Matt Scraby getting ready to helm the program in the 5 o'clock hour today. Uh, we will be uh, discussing our uh, fantasy football update in the 5 o'clock hour, as well as an update on uh, Gwynn versus Chris Pickham. Yes. Which uh, Scraby helped uh, Tony while he's on vacation, and Scraby closed the gap. I did. With a nice victory last night, his upset pick, the Washington Commanders, pulling off the 11-point victory over the Philadelphia Eagles and getting uh, 11 points for uh, Tony on the scoreboard. Let me ask you something about that Eagles-Commanders uh, game real quick. Mm-hmm. Did you find the end-of-the-game penalty... Uh, a little bit, the one where Heineke kind of right. like ran around, gave himself up, put and then his they knee down, yeah, and then they hit him, and that ended the game because it gave him an automatic first down. I uh, probably wouldn't have called that. I was gonna say it didn't look egregious, and he was parading himself around trying to kneel down. So yeah, when he kneeled kneel down, not. it looked like uh, the guy who came in was attempting to pull up, yeah, and not yeah. make contact with him at all, and happened to bump into him. I. I thought that was a bit of a hardcore call. Because it ended the game. It literally ended the game. It did, but that's not a reason not to call it. I mean, if you thought it's a penalty in the first quarter, then you need to think it's a penalty at that point. You're right. You can't right. ref the time in the game. I just didn't think it was a penalty. The uh, like command- I wasn't thinking like I wasn't thinking that it was you know bad timing. No. I just thought it was a bad call. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Right. I, uh, I I think it's uh, good for the Commanders that they don't play the Eagles again this year because I feel like Taylor Heineke would get crushed by the Eagles because even when he tried to kneel down the ball there for a second, he was like dilly dallying, and the referee came over to him and was like, "Hey, if you're gonna kneel, you're gonna kneel. kneel We're not gonna do pal. this crazy stuff." 
and get everybody hurt and injured and all that stuff. So. Michigan State leads number four, Kentucky 21-20. That is the Champions Classic in college basketball midway through the first half. The other game is Duke versus Kansas. Is it not the same four teams every year? Duke and Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan State. It seems like they always get to play in the Champions It's an exclusive Classic. club. Yeah, you can one never of these join. days maybe you let somebody else join in. I don't think they will. They right, we to. can all join in after traffic. Today's Big Five. It's actually traffic is going to come during the Big Five, so we're going to start that? with the Big Five. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. And the Big Five is brought to you by Penske, Lincoln, and La Mesa. Good looks, elegant, sophistication. That's what it's like to drive a Lincoln. And Penske, Lincoln, and La Mesa makes it uncomplicated and easy. Penske, Lincoln, 8850 Grossmont Boulevard. You know what, Chris? Right, right after I hit that button, the traffic updated. Here is your latest traffic report to help you get home. Number five. All right, it's hot stove season, so that means a lot of rumors. This is one of my favorite parts of the year, Chris, is all the rumors and hot stove stuff, and I just love rumors for I like, whatever uh, reason. I like actual things happening. I knew you were going to say that. That's why Rumors I said are it. okay, but it's better when something actually happens. I live better in the world of what if, yes, in the you world do. of what happened. The world of make-believe. Yes. The Mets, however, they are considering pursuing future... Hall of Famer Justin Verlander reports SNY. The club is debating whether signing Verlander to a high-salaried short-term contract similar to Max Scherzer would be preferable to re-signing Jacob deGrom. So, Chris, you're up first. I'm not going to ask about the Padres because I think we the answer would be yes. You're going to check it out and see if he's a good fit. How much would you be willing to pay for Justin Verlander? How much? I don't know. How much did he make? Did you say uh, 25 ish? Yeah. I, I wouldn't want but Justin Verlander. I know he's going to win the AL Cy Young Award, but too old for $25 million, and that's what he's going to command. So that's oh, my yeah. answer. Uh, I wouldn't pay anything for Justin Verlander. I'd let somebody else take him. I'm with you. I'd rather have you. a younger pitcher that has a little more length. Yeah, I, I'm with you. He, he missed some. Like he had a great year, obviously. Of course he did. He's uh, but he still missed some time, and he's probably going to miss more time. Yeah, that's really a risk with somebody of his age to put twenty five million dollars. Max Scherzer down. had to go on the IL during the season a couple times as well. So I mean, all that money is being paid for guys to be on the IL. I just don't. I I, I don't. I don't understand. Like I'm afraid if I'm an owner of giving, like you said, these these older superstars a lot of money because. It could just end at any point. 
their I think a lot of owners of think they have to do it to appease their fan base. That is true. That is true. Because I, I, I don't know that it what it really appeases a fan base is to have players on the field performing for you. Where does let's just say in the world of make believe, Chris? Where would Justin Verlander slot in the Padres rotation? Right um, after you, before you. If healthy, he's probably going to be your number one guy. Yeah. But he's going to start game one. But, you know, he's always had good success in the playoffs. It's not the World Series until he pitched that, you know, pretty good game in yeah. uh, the uh, game five of the uh, World Series this year. Yeah. But. I, I'm just, I, I'm a fan of Justin Verlander's career. I'm not a fan of Justin Verlander now. I think I'm with you on that one. Okay. Number four. Braves rookie Michael Harris II received 22 first-place votes to win the National League Award. He finished ahead of other Braves rookie Spencer Strider, who finished uh, second. This is the Braves' seventh time winning a Rookie of the Year award as an organization. The Padres have had two Rookie of the Year award winners in catcher Benito Santiago in 1987 and pitcher Butch Metzger in 1976. Very good. Thank you. I, good to come up with that. I'm up first is winning seven Rookie of the Year awards uh, because of a great organization or just really good luck? Because it seems kind of lucky to me that you keep picking these guys that are going to win Rookie of the Year award. But I'm going to say it lies in the middle. You have to have luck and you have to be a good organization. The Braves have always seemed to be a good organization. And they seem to always win, which means that their scouts and all the people making decisions are doing doing the right things. But I believe it's right in the middle. What do you think, Chris? Well, I think there's a lot of luck. But I think the Braves have proven over time that they're one of the best organizations out there. I mean, what they, the they win about 15 division titles in a row there. Yeah, a lot. You know, in the 90s and early 2000s. And now they're back, consistent again. You know, the key, the key thing to the Braves right now is those, you mentioned this a little earlier on the show, those two cheap contracts they got for Acuna and Albies. Yeah. Gives them the money to spend a little extra money out there and go get players. But, um, no, I think it's a sign of your organization being pretty good. I mean, honestly, the Padres have always had kind of a, you know, kind of a bit of a hiccup there in terms of young players coming up through the organization and being spectacular, you know? Yeah. Who've, who've the Padres had? You know, I mean, you can't count Fernando. Again, he came over in a trade. From the White Sox. That's true. So, I guess there's Jake Cro- He didn't win Rookie of the Year, but he was well, up Cronenworth for Rookie of the came Year. Over, he came over in a trade from Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, he was a Tampa Bay draft choice. How many Padres draft choices have really been stellar? I wouldn't be able to tell you years. Benito Santiago was a draft choice or Butch Metzger. No. Benito was, you know, awesome his rookie year in 1987, but that's now 20... 5 20, 35 years ago. <laughs> that is I mean, so the Padres wild. have had some pretty good young players in the last 35 years, but not many. Braves have had many. I think that's a tribute to their organization. I know. They've, they've just been coming through with all of them. Yeah. So, all right. Number three. We talked a little bit about this in the Daily Gambit, but former Major Leaguer Yasiel Puig is looking at some prison time after lying to federal investigators about making sports bets. According to Agent One, is what they're calling him in the documents, Puig owed him over $200,000 in gambling debts. And after Puig paid the $200,000 to Agent One, he was provided direct access to the betting websites. So from July 4th, 2019 to September 29th, 2019, Chris, 
You were saying it was a whole year. I did a little bit more research, and Puig placed 899 additional bets in that time frame on tennis, football, and basketball games through all those different websites. Yeah. Uh, He was playing for the Reds at the time, and the main thing here is that he illegally made these bets and then lied to federal investigators about paying Agent 1 and knowing Agent 1. So, Chris, in a vacuum... Do you have a problem with the type of bets he made as an athlete? <clears throat> well, part of me does just because I'm not a big fan of, you know, betting in general. But you know what? These guys have a ton of money. They want to waste it on gambling. <laughs> that's that's their business. I mean, Charles Barkley says it all the time. I mean, don't get mad at me for gambling. I can afford it. So <laughs> that's, you know, Gets that's his argument. Too. And it's a fair it's a fair argument. Um you know, would I do it? No. Like to be a little more successful than Yasiel Puig was. Yes. Um, you know, I recommend to Yasiel Puig you get a podcast of the Gwen and Chris show and start just listening to the Daily Gambit for his gaming for entertainment. His advice. He may Not for advice, the... just for entertainment. Just oh. listen only. Well, that doesn't fill the void of the adrenaline that you get when you hit a big bet or I guess something not, like that. But uh, he's, he's, uh, Yasiel's got an issue there. So in a vacuum, I would say, yeah, I have a problem with it. In a vacuum, I don't have a problem with it. I think that they should set up something for professional athletes to make wagers legally and not on their own sport and do it on the up and up so that there's no funny business happening. Because these guys, if they're not betting on their own sport, why can't he bet on tennis or basketball or football? He has no direct impact on that sport. Now, the the in sport, again, no, you can't do that. But why not just set up some sort of some sort of exchange for pro athletes to be able to make their own sports bets so that it's uh, you know, somehow governed and it's somehow sanctioned. What do you think about that idea, Chris? I don't know. I, I, I don't you wanna, just don't want that. I don't want to sanction something that's you know, somewhat illegal to begin with and just not great for you. It's not a great uh, I thing. Mean, bottom line, Yasiel Puig broke the law, and he's looking at up to five years in prison for it. And who knows if he's going to get that, but it's mm. not good stuff. Not good stuff for him. Number two. A Denver Broncos special teamer is suing the NFL, the Chargers, and a bunch of others for uh, claiming mats that were placed on the sidelines at SoFi Stadium earlier this year caused him to suffer a torn ACL on October 17th during the Broncos and Chargers Monday Night Football game. Patrick says because of his effort to make the play on the field, his momentum carried him into the sideline area where an NFL official who monitors television timeouts was standing. Patrick claims in the suit, in an attempt to avoid the man, he had to step on mats that stadium workers had put down to cover up NFL instant replay sideline monitor cords and cables. So he's suing everyone. He's even suing the makers of the mats, Chris. Who is suing? Uh, the, the player of the Broncos. Uh, okay. What's his name? Uh, I never gave his name, did I? No. That's Pat- why I His asked. last name is Patrick. I think it's... Oh, well, that's That's weird. right. Some Broncos player. Yes, he's a special teamer. He's out for the rest of the year. He's a rookie, and he is suing the NFL, the Chargers, the map maker, everything. So I'm up first. Win or lose, do you think his playing career is over after suing the league? Hey, who's up? Me. Good. <laughs> do I think his playing career is over? No, because the NFL is going to allow him to get another job so that he doesn't claim that they're keeping him out because he sued them. Do I think that he has a suit? Probably, but this is what... Didn't Reggie Bush have something similar to that? 
Get out of my court. I knew you were going to say that. There's people lining the field to record every single thing that these guys do. Prosperity in history. Here's where I agree with that. Unfortunate what happened to him, but. We got billions of dollars in that stadium, a five, six billion dollar stadium. And they still have to cover up cords with a $10 mat that you buy at, like, Walmart or something like that. Uh, you got to make this a little bit better and cleaner. A little safer? A little safer. Put the cords underground. I mean, come on. You just built the stadium. I don't know. You can't be just lying cords on the field. Come on. You can't just run off the field and trip on some cords and sue people either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are lucky you didn't get injured out on the field, pal. I know. I know. Because he wouldn't be able to sue. Yeah, I, I know there's some people who want to file a lawsuit every time somebody gets hurt. I, I, I just don't see a lot of negligence here. Uh, I, I really don't. I'm I mean, it takes look. a bunch of wires to carry a football game, and some of them have to be draped on the field. So it's one of the uh, hazards of duty in the National Football League that you can run into a cameraman or run into a trip over a wire once you leave the field of play. Here is why I think There's no he negligence. May win. Where's the negligence? Here's why I think he may win. Because I knew Reggie Bush was playing with the 49ers in 2015. When they were playing the Rams in St. Louis, he went off the field, and there was like a cement area, and he slipped and fell. That was an ice skating surface. That was a different story. But but it was still a part of the playing surface. Yeah, I know. But it's that so, was negligence for not covering up he a million surface. That's, a neg- that's negligent, though. But what about these mats? They seem There's negligent. nothing negligent about wires being covered up by a mat. I think I, I disagree. I think he has. I, I think he has get out of my courtroom, Scraby. I think he has something and take your here. client with you. I think he has something. Take Mr. your client, Mr. With Patrick. You. Will you please tackle Mr. Ello over there, please, because uh, he's he not wouldn't be able to it. tackle me. He'd miss me he's and go flying out of bounds, <laughs> and then probably step on a mat with cords underneath it at some point. Right. Number one, Antonio Brown. You know, I'm not bringing up Antonio Brown because I want to. I'm bringing up this time, Chris, to let everybody know that Buck Showalter has been named the NL Manager of the Year. Yes, he has. All right, back to what I was saying. Antonio Brown, I'm not bringing it up to to, to bring him to light. Bringing it up because Tom Brady is facing a hard time, and I think this makes Tom Brady look really good as a human being. And I think he needs some of this right now. So this text message, Antonio Brown released a screenshot of it, and it was dated May 2021. And here is what it says. With everything surrounding AB... Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Sorry. Um, Tom sent this text. I shortened it. You can find the full text online because it was longer than this. But, quote, Tom sent to AB, You are demonstrating very poor decisions and poor communication to so many people who have gone above and beyond to help you. You are acting selfish, and unfortunately, many of those people are exhausted by the erratic and unpredictable emotional behavior. Um, He goes on to say, you have gone from hanging around good quality people that had genuine interest in seeing you succeed to seeing others whose lives are erratic and out of control and leading you down a negative path. So there's more to this text, but that's just a little sampling. Now, people are saying that AB's sending this out to disparage Tom Brady. I don't see how this disparages Tom Brady whatsoever, Chris. So you're up first. Is this a good friend move by Tom Brady? Sounds like it. Are you being a good friend, Tom? It sounds like he's trying to help the guy out. I, Antonio Brown, to me, has so many issues right now. I don't think anything can help this guy. I know. I know. This was even before any of the, the craziness from last year where I mean, he ran Tom off Brady the field. Tom Brady already and, helped him, right? Had him 
brought him to the Patriots, lived with him, or yeah. let him live with him, or brought him to the Buccaneers, or whatever. I, I, I just, I'm kind of done with Antonio Brown, like you are, and I, I think that Tom Brady kind of went over and above and beyond to try to help him out. Do you know? And for um, Antonio Brown to turn the tables on that and call it, you know, and try to embarrass Tom Brady in some way, shape, or form is uh, just another sign that Antonio Brown is lost. I'm done with him. I'm done with him. Go get some help privately like you need, Antonio, and come back to me when you're ready to join the rest of the world. You know, this this stood out to me because I've received many of these texts before before I stopped drinking. It was something that just... Uh, you probably didn't appreciate it at the time. No, I hated it. I thought you guys were trying to control my life. Yeah. What, are you ta- what are you talking about? And exactly. I believe that's why A.B. posted it, although it turned on him and everybody's saying how good of a friend Tom Brady is to A.B. So I don't think A.B. AB cares. No. Uh, whether or not Tom Brady. No, but it's a good example of, you know, you know, you try to help people Being a who human. don't want any help. Being a human being. Yeah. Just trying to help them. It's hard to do an intervention, man. People don't want that stuff. Oh, no, they don't. Right. You know what happened when I got my intervention? I was forced. You probably didn't talk to any of those people for months and months. No, no, because I had nowhere to go. So oh, you had nowhere else to go. <laughs> I learned real quick that, you know, when I say that I'm going to move out and then when I say that I'm leaving, I actually had to leave. Okay. And that doesn't help. All right. Well, let's try to end on an upbeat note. <laughs> uh, go Aztecs tonight. I'm concerned about this game against Stanford. Oh, you're still thinking about it. Yeah, it's totally it's taking up all of my thinking right now. Six o'clock tip off. But there's another hour of Gwen and Chris. And uh, good news for all of you. Scraby is going to be at the helm of the final hour of the program. So Goodness knows where he will take things when we come back from this break. I will return tomorrow at 2 o'clock with Scraby for a full four-hour show. So enjoy the rest of Gwen and Chris, and I'll talk to you tomorrow for Tony, for Scraby. Yeah. One more hour. <laughs> You're going into I know, your I'm out, doing my goodbye mode. thing. We're not, <laughs> we're not doing goodbye yet, but I'm doing goodbye. So uh, Scraby's coming back. Stick around on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.